Chiefs football this Sunday as they entertain the Chicago Bears at Arrowhead. Pre-game at 2, kickoff at 325, and you can hear the game on 97.1 FM Talk. Hey, welcome back to Hancock and Kelly right here on KMOX, the greatest radio station in the country. Don't forget you can see us Sunday morning at 830 on Fox 2 right here in St. Louis. We are joined in studio right now by Lieutenant Colonel Jason Law from the St. Louis County Police. He's also the director of the St. Louis County Strike Force. Lieutenant Colonel, thanks for joining us. Good morning. So obviously yesterday was a crazy day, right? The news broke that around 4 o'clock in the morning, a guy named Tommy Wade Boyd had escaped from Mercy South under the custody of the Missouri State Prison System. When did you first hear about this, Jason, and how did this go down? Well, so we first, the St. Louis County Police Department was first contacted around 4.30 in the morning by uh, to our third precinct. Uh, they responded immediately, and then we started to spin up resources at that point when we knew he had left St. Anthony's completely. So there's a, a notification that a prisoner a prisoner is missing. I guess a guard or somebody uh, noticed that the guy had escaped. Correct. He gets out, and so immediately they contact uh, St. Louis County, and the strike force goes into motion. What does that mean? What, what, what exactly happens when you get pulled into this? So I'm the commander of the Division of Special Operations. So what that means is I have a bunch of resources underneath me. They let me know, and then I begin to spin up resources and respond to that scene. We, you know, we have an active room. Um, we bring in everybody, all the decision makers. Uh, we bring in anybody that we think can help at that point. So it was a really great collaboration with the United States Marshals, the Missouri State Highway Patrol, St. Louis City, St. Louis County, and the Department of Corrections. It, it was a really good uh, room of people in there helping to make decisions. So who's who's guarding? So this guy, he's at he's as I understand, he was at the Potosi Correctional Facility in Washington County. Correct. And he's got a some kind of a sickness illness that he's dealing with, so he's got to go to the hospital. So they transport him to the hospital, and he's under guard. Who's guarding him at that point? The Missouri Department of Corrections is uh, guarding him okay. at that point. And apparently, something happened because the guy got away. Correct. The, the Missouri Department of Corrections is investigating the entire incident on how he left or how he got loose. Um, I don't know all the particulars of that event as of now, uh, but that is an internal investigation, and uh, I'm sure they'll release something at some point. So he, this guy had a pretty um, interesting journey, shall we say, through town after leaving St. Anthony's Hospital. What do we know about his activities leading up to his capture? So at around 10 a.m. when I gave the press conference, uh, there was a question, where's the perimeter? Well, we can't give that kind of information out at that point. Right. One, it's too fluid. And two, I had two active perimeters going at that point. We were pretty sure he was in South St. Louis at about 10 a.m. Uh, he hitched a ride. A good Samaritan gave him a ride down to South City near Tower Grove. And that's – but we didn't have 100 percent confirmation. So you can't release your first perimeter around right. St. Anthony's. So we had two active perimeters, but then once we were pretty confident that we uh, threw reports from citizens, we knew he was in that area. So was he from St. Louis? Did you think that he might know people in the area? Uh, obviously, he found a, a, you called him a good Samaritan that gave him a hitchhike, but w w did, was he going to meet with people? What was up? No, he wasn't. He was just mirandering around. Uh, South St. Louis for a while. Here's um, a little uh, little public service announcement for our listeners out there. If there's an escaped felon 
in St. Louis and somebody is hitchhiking a ride on the road, <laughs> uh, I would strongly recommend not picking them up. So, but, uh, a little public he, service announcement. So yeah. you believe that he was in um, Tower Grove Park. That's not where you all wound up finding him. Correct. But there was a great uh, uh, police presence. Everybody saw the choppers. We saw the, you know, the police all converging on the park. Was he in the park? What was yes. he doing there? So that's that's kind of interesting. Uh, they were hold. There was an event being held in there for uh, re- registering voters, and they had a hot dog stand. <laughs> and he was hungry, of course. So he decided to go ask a f- get a- answer a few political questions, and he got a hot dog. Um, <laughs> Are you a convicted felon? <laughs> right. So you know, and he still had his orange shoes on. Oh, oh, that's a that's a dead giveaway. Oh, so he, when he got picked up, he was still in the same outfit that now. He when was we wearing? got him later, I don't know the specifics of that yet. Okay, but the orange shoes he was wearing, some type of slipper that must be issued by the state of Missouri. Correct. So that is all going down yesterday around what lunchtime uh, inside yeah, the park? Probably around in between ten and three. When did you realize that? Okay, he's not in Tower Grove Park. And how, what other leads were you able to follow? How were you coming up with tracking this man? So in our command post, we have several people. One of them is monitoring Crime Stoppers at all times. So we kept on getting those Crime Stopper tips. Oh, the tips, yeah. So we were just, you know, dispatching resources on every tip. So we were running down every one. And you got to realize only about one out of every three is Real. Real. Um, but we also deployed the Department of Corrections had their bloodhounds there. And I never thought I'd deploy bloodhounds in the city of St. Louis, but we did yesterday. And he got on a good track, and it took him outside the park. And that's when we kind of knew that he had probably gotten past, you know, he had probably left before we even got there. Okay, so what ultimately leads to the fact that he's at uh, in Shrewsbury? So he's he's gone from way south, deep south St. Louis County all the way down into Tower Grove Park. You later find him at Shrewsbury. How do you get notification from someone that they think that's who it is? So that's, you know, I have to say the media did a fantastic job of getting his picture out. Uh, Without the media and citizens, it would have taken a lot longer to get to this guy. But there was a a great citizen that saw him, uh, monitored him from a distance, called 911, and we were able to apprehend him on that lot of Deerbergs pretty quickly. Huh. And this was a bad dude, right? What yes. what was he in for? Enticement of a child. Two times. Wow. So he's 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 a predator. He needed to get off the street quick. We often document the dysfunctionality that takes place in this region. Right. It sounds like when it comes to this situation, it was the exact opposite. You you it sounds like you had seamless cooperation across all of the regional partners. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, and, and you know what, I've been involved with especially with the St. Louis Gateway Strike Force, um, with collaboration in the region. And it's hard sometimes. You know, people have their own opinions about things. but And you kind of have to drop your ego at the door to get a good collaboration going. And we brought, when we started with, uh, right at 5 a.m., our, our police officers were working with the marshals anyway during that time at 5 a.m. So they responded immediately. They were in our command post. The Missouri State Highway Patrol, they did a fantastic job of, giving us resources, along with the Department of Corrections. Um, when we realized it went into the city, I called my chief of police and had him call Chief Tracy and said, we need to spin these guys up on this. We need to get make sure they're on board. They immediately cooperated, and it was just, it, it was a really good organized deployment of resources regionally. 
When you ultimately catch him in Shrewsbury, was it uh, was it a rather I don't know if peaceful is the right word, but was there a standoff? What what was the actual apprehension of him like? No, to me, and this is my opinion. To me, I thought he, I believe he thought it was a game. He was when he got caught, he gave up, and he goes, "You got me," hmm. and he went peacefully. Wow, that was uh, well. It certainly captivated our attention yesterday. A great job done, uh, Jason Law, Lieutenant Colonel Jason Law with the St. Louis County Police Department is our guest. He runs the St. Louis Gateway Strike Force. Really fascinating stuff going on over there. We're going to step aside for just a moment, but when we come back, uh, we're going to talk with Colonel Law some more.